Welcome to Tuesday of Holy Week. In today's readings and the meditation that follows, Jesus has ridden into Jerusalem. He finds a crowd waiting for him. Of course, there's a lot of jubilation. The, the king is here. People cut branches. They lay their cloaks on the road. But Jesus can see something important in the eyes of his followers. Actually, some are followers. And some, some are looking for trouble. Some are not sure what they're finding. Listen to these readings from both the Gospel of John and the Gospel of Luke. The next day, the large crowd that had come to the feast heard that Jesus of Nazareth was coming to Jerusalem. So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it. He rode into the edge of town. Many spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches that they had cut from the fields. And those who went before and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. As he drew near and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, Would that you, even you, had known on this day the things that make for peace. But now they are hidden from your eyes. For the days will come upon you when your enemies will set up a barricade around you and surround you and hem you in on every side and tear you down to the ground, you and your children within you. And they will not leave one stone upon another in you because you did not know the time of your visitation. When the Lord had reached the top of the Mount of Olives, the royal city with the gleaming gold of the temple lay in all its glory before his eyes. But in the midst of the disciples and the rejoicing crowds around him, a deep sadness filled his holy soul that, and his eyes at that moment overflowed with tears. If a child weeps, we feel pity. If a hero weeps, our hearts are unnerved. But when Jesus weeps, Jesus the Son of God and of the Son of Man, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the King of Kings, when he weeps, it brings us to our knees, and we fearfully have to ask, what is the cause of such tears? The Lord himself answers us, in words of deep emotion. He's not weeping for himself. He's not weeping because of his own approaching suffering. He represses these feelings. They are tears of love and sorrow that he sheds for his unhappy Jerusalem. He knows that there is still a time of grace for Jerusalem, that she may still be saved and raised to her true glory. If at the last moment she turns with her whole heart toward the Messiah, the Anointed One, who was just entering her streets. 
but Jesus also sees Jerusalem's hardness of heart. He sees how she rejects her only helper and savior, and that because of this, the storm clouds of God's judgment gather ever more darkly over her beloved city. Jesus sees her at last, broken and ruined by the iron military power of the pagan Romans, sinking in smoke and rubble. Jesus' tears also have significance for you and me. He weeps for us too as long as we rush unrepentant along the broad way that often leads to destruction. The tears of a mother for her morally corrupt child ought to wake him out of his sleep of sin. The tears of Emmanuel to fall into our sinful hearts like drops of smelted gold, burning, startling, and shaking us up. How many nations are still blinded like Jerusalem of old? They build their houses and palaces and set up their governments without fear of God and without prayer, obstinately relying on their own strength. They do not see God's approaching judgment. They do not feel the quaking of the earth under their feet. They reject all admonitions to repent and to turn around. How many people who call themselves Christians, even the old and infirm, do not see their death coming? They do not make use of the time of grace still given to them. They do not lay hold of the one who alone can save them and make them blessed. Oh, that the tears of Emmanuel, the tears of Jesus' love, may still move in each of us, may still move in our lives this day, before it's too late to consider truly what would give us peace. Oh God, we thank you for this time of meditation this morning and we ask that as we travel the journey of this holy week that we might consider what gives us genuine peace. We might understand those places in our lives that we've allowed to seep in and even cause us to be perhaps too proud to hear and accept what God is offering us. Oh God, we pray for the world, for the healing of the world, for the healing of our souls, for the healing of those around us. Continue to be with us on this journey. Help us to experience, to see, and to feel the tears of Jesus as he continues to weep for us as he waits with open arms to join us on this journey. Amen. Remember that today's reading has come from The Crucified is My Love, published by Plow.com. That's P-L-O-U-G-H dot com. The Crucified is My Love is an e-book that can be downloaded for free on their website. God bless you, and we'll talk tomorrow.